0: All right. So Anthony Taylor here with SME Strategy, and I'm here with Michael Stewart from Work Effects. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing very well. Excellent, excellent. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to share with me and share with uh, everybody at SME Strategy um, about you know your company and some of your best practices for leading strategy. So first and foremost, do you want to tell us a bit about Work Effects and what you do and how you help people? Sure.
1: Uh, Work Effects is a uh, consulting firm that works both in the sort of HR talent management side as well as in the sort of traditional management consulting side. So we sort of marry those two things together, and our focus is on connecting the business strategy and the culture to uh, help execute uh, the strategy much more effectively and, and increasing the likelihood of success of of the strategy.
0: Fantastic. And you've been doing this a little while?
1: Uh, We've
0: been around for 20 years. We
1: were started in 1997. Um, The first years that we were in business, we're doing large-scale customized solutions for some of the Fortune 300 companies. Our largest client is Citigroup. Uh, where we work with the top 33,000 leaders in 97 countries and 24 languages. Um, smallest clients are family-owned businesses, and we work with nonprofits as well.
0: Perfect. And everybody has those sort of those strategy issues, those HR issues. I mean, call them issues or call them whatever you want to call them. But.
1: Absolutely. I, I think there are typically five situations that we find that uh, – there is pain in in our clients, and those five situations are when there are changes in leadership. And second situation is when there are sort of murders and acquiescence or M and A kinds of things going on, or when they are targeting uh, exponential growth, you know, fifteen, twenty percent, hundred percent, sort of year over year growth, uh, sort of the. Next situation is when there is uh, big market disruptors, there's a new competitor that's come into their space, Um, or the last one is uh, sort of brain drain, when they have a lot of very tenured uh, folks and they also have fairly high turnover in their new hires. And I think underlying all of those situations is that the strategy or the what they used to do really needs to shift and to change, and therefore they need the the understanding of how, how do you really think about doing that work also needs to
0: change and get in line
1: with that new strategy.
0: Absolutely, okay, so uh, I guess that'll lead. Um, my first question would be, you know how do you align strategy and performance um, in an organization? And then the second question will be, you know how do you develop culture in the organization? So I know those two are tied together, so approach it however you feel appropriate.
1: Sure, I think that at the end of the day, it's about having individual contributors understand the what, what it is that they are supposed to do, and how does that connect to the strategy. And as we look at the senior teams and they develop the strategy, how does that translate through the different business units and the functions and frontline leaders to the individual? And so I think that's the first and most important component is How do you really understand uh, from an individual point of how do you contribute value? What is it that you're supposed to do uh, to execute that strategy? What are those goals? I think the second component, which I think has often or historically been hidden, is the real how. How do I need to think about doing that work? And do we have alignment throughout the organization? And uh, we have a slightly different approach To what the how is? I think uh, many people talk about culture uh, on those things that are more of a bad to good basis. You know, we have a strong culture; it's a healthy culture. You know, we live out our values. We have good leadership. We treat each other with respect. Um, But I think that's not really the hidden culture. That's the healthy side of an organization, and those things are quite common. They're kind of the same things across each organization. But the real how, the unique ways that an organization uh, does things is is this other hidden culture. And so that's why we call that the how. uh, The strategy should be executed. And then the third component really is how well uh, the organization is. Are they healthy enough to sort of create that alignment? And so I think from top to bottom, it is about connecting the what and the how and the how well.
0: That's awesome. Okay um perfect so can you, you speak a little bit more about you know like driving those things as part of you know we talked about the, you know the real how and then actually getting people to contribute but what are some of the things that um would get the ball rolling uh in that and so like maybe your two or three of your best practices they say oh you know this is what almost every organization can do to help get the ball rolling if that uh if that is the case
1: well, I think the first step is getting the senior leaders aligned and on the same page in terms of defining the culture that they need to have. What is the unique things uh, that they need to have? And I think those things are much more on a continuum of good to good. So, for example, uh, should an organization you know, be more service-oriented with the approach of a transactional approach or much more of a deep customer intimacy approach, you know, should they be more like a McDonald's or a five-star restaurant? I think a healthy organization needs to provide service, um, but, you know, trying to attach that to the strategy, how do they start to define the real how? And, you know, is that around how decisions are made based on, you know, facts or intuition? Is that, you know, being more externally or internally focused, Um, but really trying to define What is the culture? What is the how that strategy needs to be accomplished? And then it's certainly identifying where is the culture currently at and and where are the gaps? Um, Who are the uh, groups? What are the functions? Who are the people who are really most critical for leading the execution of that strategy? What's the 20% of the people and what are those gaps and how do you start deploying resources and and whether that's management resources, mentoring those folks, whether that's other, you know, sort of champions inside that are partnering with those folks to really create that alignment. I think the sort of third part is cascading those views uh, to the frontline levels. I think oftentimes when people are trying to implement new strategies, they form a cross-functional team and they come up with what is the new org structure or the technology or the new policies and procedures but the real execution of strategy happens on that front line and it's about getting those those frontline leaders to help connect the dots of the what and and how do we think about doing the work and and the how well I think that many organizations uh, don't always have the greatest skills of people at those levels, and I think then the fourth step is to develop, identify who are those champions internally, uh, typically uh, maybe a one to four, one to five ratio, uh, one champion working with those four or five frontline leaders to help them identify how can they create the alignment? How do they get healthier as a team? How do they define You know how they think about doing the work and creating the the right actions and then sharing those best practices across the organization with the other champions, figuring out what are the obstacles that they're running into, devising the solutions, and then creating some accountability through different tracking of metrics and and looking at the rate of change and the key people metrics and uh, the impact to the operations, how many jelly beans are going through the factory and and, you know, what's the impact on customers and the key financial components? And so uh, creating that dashboard um, that's reported back to the senior management that creates that accountability as well as the rewards and recognition. And so really through those those four steps, you know, define what is the, the culture that you need to execute the strategy, um, you know, really discover what is the current culture that you have and the gap. Uh, develop the plan and the skills with the frontline leaders, and then deploy those solutions with the culture champions and the metrics that are showing the impact wow well that just
0: it's just that simple right michael
1: <laughs> well it's not that simple, but you know it, it, a lot of times people talk about this kind of work being a whole bunch of extra effort and other systems and processes and it really is simple to put the the habits into place and and every time somebody is talking about the what what needs to get done either globally in the organization within a business unit at a functional level or even just those day-to-day interactions of what needs to get done it's always following up that conversation with how how do we need to think about doing that work from that cultural perspective and that's the extra word at the end of the sentence the extra sentence at the end of the paragraph the extra paragraph but it really is about developing those habits throughout the organization so that that is happening on a consistent basis and so that is the that is the key that's not easy work as we know trying to develop new habits is is not always the easiest thing but but it can be done um and it's not extra work it really is kind of the work of leading people
0: yeah, that's excellent. I think, yeah, you know, coming from a place of, of working with organizations and, and leading them through the facilitation. So they've basically uncovered that first step that there's an issue that they need to sort of revol- resolve or address or, or work on. And then, you know, you can go in and talk about those things. But I think you, you hit the nail on the head there with developing the habits and putting the processes and the systems in the place. So it's, you know, not something that you do. It's just it's just part of your DNA. It's part of the way you work. And it's part of the way that as an organization, you, you lead people. Absolutely. And that's really what
1: embeds the culture. And that's what makes it in some organizations so difficult to change because the old way of thinking, the old habits are very entrenched. And again, they're, they're hidden. They're sort of like the molasses that's in the organization and and the way they do things. And so you need to sort of extract that and, and uh, crystallize that and and really define it much more clearly. Um, And then you can measure that. And then you can speak to, uh, uh, again, what's the unique how that things need to be done in this group and this team to sort of execute the strategy. You know, if we look at two people who are on a team and they both have a common goal, and one person believes that decisions should be made based on all of the facts and the numbers and the figures, and the other person believes that the decisions should be made based on the history and the cycles and the intuition and experience, there's a fair amount of wasted time, uh, uh, ineffectiveness that happens. And some of the research says that that can be as much as two hours per day per employee for every employee throughout the entire year. And so when you look at that, that can be as much as a 25% wasted efforts. Um, and that are, those are the things that sort of kill the, the ability to quickly execute a strategy. And so by more clearly defining those things, you can create alignment between, again, that what and the how and, and the how well much more quickly. And that two to three year cycle rather than a you know, seven to ten your cycle,
0: or at least, you know, one generation of employees. Absolutely. Perfect. Um, so within the context of all of that, um, you know, what are some of the risks to avoid, um, as part of that process? And I think you alluded to it a little bit saying, you know, it can really take a lot of time. Um, but what are some of the risks to avoid as part of the the planning process and, and getting alignment, uh, with culture and the how and the, and the why?
1: Well, I think some of the biggest risks are, um, one, not having a well-defined strategy. <laughs> um, I, I see many organizations that they have a financial target, but they don't really have a well-defined strategy. And if you don't know what the what is, um, getting to the how is is nearly impossible. So I think that's one of the biggest risks. I think the other risk is sort of assuming is that you can install new systems or change the org structure or build a new plant or change locations or buy a new organization. um, And that's going to sort of suddenly change how things are done. And uh, even looking at the, you know, private equity and the merger acquisition sort of world, you know, they say that uh, maybe less than 20% of those deals are really successful because they can't get the culture to be really, really be aligned. And so again getting a clear strategy is is critical. And then again, I think it is about being very well defined on what is the how. How do people need to think about doing that work? You know, we are a knowledge-based workers now and the work we do is between our ears. And so how we think about doing that work is is really critical and I think many organizations uh, the the challenge that they run into is that they have lots of different opinions and they there is no alignment on on the culture in defining that clearly so those are the two I think big obstacles um, that organizations run into as a not very well defined strategy
0: and not defining the unique how things should be done in the organization. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely a lot of a lot of good insights and you know, I find that a lot of organizations, you know, they just they do things, but they don't understand why they're doing things. So they're so busy being busy, but they're being busy on on the wrong things. So Absolutely. So perfect. And then my last question today is: Is there anything else that you would recommend to our listening listeners? So either CEO or a manager who's in charge of leading strategy that they can take and say, "Okay, you know, this is what we could start applying or start working within." Obviously, you've given us a lot of great stuff. But yeah, anything else that you would recommend?
1: Well, I think it's just uh, you
0: know reiterating the component around
1: you know, uh, defining things so that you can measure them and you can't manage things that you can't measure. And so when we look at this soft, squishy world of culture, and again, the, the hidden side, the molasses, you need to pull that, you know, out of the shadows and be able to measure those things. And I think the key kinds of measurements, these are different for each business, but, you know, what is the rate of change that's being accomplished? How you know, are people putting those plans? Are they getting those habits into place? I think is the first one. What is the, the key people metric that, that an organization has? Is it about, you know, scaling and getting people on board and finding the right talent? Is it about, you know, having the right people in the right uh, seats on the bus? Is it about, you know, what is the amount of turnover that they're having? Every business has sort of a, a different key people metric. I think the, the third metric is uh, the operational throughput. You know? uh, again, how many jelly beans are going through the factory and what are the, what's the speed, what's the quality that those things are happening through the organization? And then the fourth one is the, the customer impact. And you know, is that loyalty, is it retention, is it growth? Um, and then the last one is really the financial component. Is it you know, revenue, is it profitability? Um, is it EBITDA? What, what is the you know, sort of key financial metric? And then just tracking those at the lowest level in the organization that you can, if you can do that, uh, you know, on the frontline team level, that provides real clear insight of who's winning and who's not, who needs additional help, where do you need to focus your resources and time and attention? So I think that, you know, developing that real critical dashboard to sort of drive those changes and, and provide clear visibility to how well you are executing the strategy
0: that's fantastic well thank you so much for that michael i think a lot of insights to be shared with some ceos and managers here um that'll definitely give them the the building blocks on how to you know create culture figure out on the things that they need to focus on and and if they implement those four steps um along with all of the accompanying insights that you've given so finding the additional contributors the real how um you know the finding the right measurements and then building those transitions through i think they'll be uh They'll be well versed to be able to work with their teams, and, and at the end of the day, like you said, you know, move those jelly beans, get the throughput, and, and drive real results. So, absolutely. Uh, so, I just wanted to thank you, uh, with thank you, Michael. So we got Michael Stewart of WorkFX, and my name is Anthony Taylor of SME Strategy. Thank you so much for uh, chatting with me today, and I really look forward to uh, sharing the rest of this with uh, everybody else. So, please check out uh, WorkFX, and if you're in the uh, your Minnesota area, best place to find you.
1: Uh, most of the time, but certainly I'm on airplanes on occasion and, <laughs> and travel throughout the country.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. And how else can people well, uh, g- th- get a hold of you?
1: Certainly our website is uh, has a lot more information on our approaches, and that's uh, work-effects.com. Um, and we certainly have a number of webinars and, and uh, other materials and uh, sort of uh, free uh, assessment that you can take as a team to see how well your your culture is aligned to your strategy. So there's lots of uh, tools on our website. Um, It's really probably the best place to get a hold of us.
0: Fantastic. Awesome. Well, once again, thank you so much, Michael. I really appreciate you taking the time.
1: Absolutely.